0: How much does my cat weigh? Believe it or not, my cat weighs 20 pounds, which is a lot! I was trying to come up with some type of trivia for where the answer was number 36 And I did a quick Google search, and on there was a woman who had a cat that weighed 36 pounds. And I thought, my cat is gigantic. I wonder how much my cat weighs. My cat is a Maine Coon, which is a very large breed of cat. We got our cats. We have two cats. We have a male and a female. They are brother and sister, and their names are Stud and Muffin. Haha, did that on purpose. (laughs) Just so I'd get a laugh every time I told people my cat's names. Anyways, so they are rescue cats. So when we got them, they were itty bitty little tiny cute adorable kittens. And then they grew up to be these massive cats. And I had no idea how big my cats were because I didn't really have a lot of friends or family that had cats. So it wasn't until I kind of, until people came over to our house and kept mentioning how large our cats were. And then I started paying attention when I would go to other people's houses and look at their cats. And then I realized, yeah, our cats are humongous. (laughs) So anyways, that's my cat story. And my cat stud, the male, he is 20 pounds, which means he's approximately the size of my toddler. (laughs) Well, hello, everybody. This is Kaylin Chenoweth, and welcome to Starting Sustainability. And this is episode 36, and it has been quite some time since I've recorded. So things are kind of coming back to normal now, and I'm getting a schedule and a routine again. My maternity leave ended a week ago, so I'm now back to work. I've returned to work. However, I get to work from home, so I kind of got a slightly extended maternity leave. I don't know if you can hear my kiddo in the background. He's kind of grunting and making noises. I just finished feeding him, so I guess he's digesting right now. He is seven weeks old this week, and he is sleeping a solid six hours at night, three whole nights in a row. So I feel super-duper energized because I've gone from four hours of sleep to six hours of sleep, which is a huge difference. It makes quite an impact. What else have I done since I've talked to you last? I potty trained my son, Corbin, so he will be two next week. And he is now fully potty trained. So three weeks strong, only three accidents, of which were the adult's fault. So either me as the parent or the daycare provider. Because he did tell us, we just weren't able to get to him fast enough. (laughs) This episode might sound a little bit different. I am recording downstairs In my living room which normally I record upstairs in my closet for a very nice sound tight room but I need to be down here in order to keep an eye on a lot of different things so (laughs) sorry that the audio isn't quite as good high quality as it normally is. There are some other sustainable things that have been going on I want to share with you. I have a porcelain bowl we got a nice beautiful set for our wedding and one of the bowls cracked like all the way down from the edge down to the middle of the bowl. When we would put cereal or soup in it, it would leak out the bottom, which kind of stunk. And I kept thinking, man, I really want to save this bowl, one, because it's sustainable and I don't want to waste it, and two, it's extremely expensive to replace. (laughs) I don't know what we were thinking when we registered for it. We were thinking somebody else was going to pay the tab, which they did, Uh, but now whenever we need to replace it or get an additional piece to the set, it's extremely pricey. Should have thought that through. Anyways, I found a hack online where you can put porcelain, if it's chipped or broke, you can tape it together, and then you boil milk, put the porcelain dish in the milk, and then let it sit overnight, and the porcelain will re, uh, I don't know, will come back together somehow and it will reconnect. I thought, great! So I did that, taped it up, I boiled. Oh, it ended up being a lot of milk because you have to cover the bowl completely. So it was almost a half a gallon of milk. Kind of wasted some milk there, that stunk. Boiled the milk, soaked the bowl in it. After 12 hours, checked, nothing. So I continued to let it soak. I let it soak for three days. So excited. Oh, I put put the milk in the fridge at that point. (laughs) And then anyways, three days later, I pulled out the bowl, and it was still completely cracked. (laughs) So that only wasted milk and wasted time. It totally did not work. And the bowl ended up completely breaking in half after that. So we just threw it away, unfortunately, because I kept trying to find a glue that would be safe And I didn't, because we're going to eat off of it, and we're going to end up putting it in the dishwasher. And we just ended up tossing the bowl. Unfortunately, we couldn't find another use for a broken bowl. Oh, it is late spring, early summer. Well, now it's June, so I guess it's officially summer. Ants have completely invaded our house. Once the rains hit, and once you start gardening, the ants just totally come into the house. And I feel like no matter what we do, they are not going away. (laughs) We started off with the really strong stuff of home defense, which is a nice... Chemical spray that we bought probably four years ago and we still have because we got the gallon-sized jug because we got it at BJ's, which is a, a wholesale like a Sam's Club or a Costco, but it was down in Florida, where we had a whole bunch of bug issues down there. That did not work. Then we did the vinegar water spray on all of the counters, and it does kill the ants when this liquid contacts them, but it does not really prevent the ants, because they are still coming in strong, so a week later we still have the ants. Now I'm doing the coffee grounds trick where I'm taking coffee grounds, like used coffee grounds. My husband drinks coffee. I don't, but I'll take the used grounds. And then I'll put them around the entrances of the house, around the doors and around the windows and around the base where the ants are coming in. So around our, where our garden hose is on the side of the house, whenever we turn that on, the water is getting all down there. And that is... Right on the other side of the wall is our kitchen, and I believe that's where the ants are coming in because we've probably disturbed their colony there. So putting the coffee grounds there. I'm seeing a reduction in the ants. They are not completely gone, but I'm still finding, no matter how hard I try to clean with a husband and two kids, I will still find crumbs every single morning (laughs) when I come down into the kitchen. So we are still combating ants. Ooh, I attended a bridal shower this past weekend, and I was so proud because the bride is one of my friends. She received reusable storage bags, so hands up for sustainability. She also got bamboo kitchen utensils. That would be from me. And her family gifted her heirloom dishes, which was really cool. It's from her great-grandmother. That was really awesome to see and a lot of meaning and emotion there. And she also did get some new dishes and the person who gave them to her wrapped them in a, it was a very large box, so they wrapped it in a tablecloth. It was a picnic tablecloth and then the bow that was on top was dishcloth that they had somehow folded into a bow up on top and then tied with ribbon. I thought it was really cool that they had the gift of the dishes and then they had the gift of the picnic stuff that was then used to wrap the gift. So again, Hats off to sustainability efforts. Really cool to see. We are going to go on a vacation in a couple of weeks. And since I just had a baby, (laughs) my body's a little bit different in shape. So I have had the extremely fun task, she said with extreme sarcasm, of bathing suit shopping. All women know this. It's a pain in the butt. So I've been to a handful of stores. Unfortunately, the first store... Only had two bathing suits, so that didn't work. The second store didn't have any because the shipments have not come in because of the delays in shipping for coronavirus. And then I ended up going to a third store that had some selection, but the sizes were very limited and the dressing rooms were closed because of coronavirus. So then the fourth store I went to, they did have a bunch of bathing suits. Again, the Dressing rooms were closed because of coronavirus, so I had to buy, like, $250 worth of bathing suits just so I could take them home to try them on to figure out if they fit or not. Then I had to go return them all. Then I figured out none of those worked. (laughs) So I've been doing this about three times now, trying to figure out my new size. I also have discovered during this whole painful process that Target and Kohl's both offer a line of sustainable swimwear, So I thought that was really neat and really cool that they were eco-friendly, beach-friendly swimwear at both of those stores. If you are going through the exact same painful process as me, check out Target and Kohl's for their sustainable swimwear if you want to support in the initiatives there. (gasps) (laughs) Alright, so my son just threw up all over me. I'm going to leave and go change my shirt and I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Have I mentioned how much I love being a mom? (laughs) It never fails, right? This kid totally just projectile vomited all over me. Hit the burp rag, ran all down the burp rag, all over my shirt, and my shorts. I had to change my whole outfit. Where were we? (laughs) It is June, and at least in my area, we still do not have farmer's markets because of the coronavirus, so if you do, you are very lucky, but we don't. And because I have a newborn, I hesitate going into the store and shopping. I've been doing Walmart pickup, which I find very, very quick and easy and convenient, but also very frustrating in terms of sustainability. Because I will place an order and then I go pick it up and they'll bring it out and everything is in plastic bags. And it's literally one to two items per bag. If I order 20 items, I'm getting 10 to 15 bags that are all plastic bags. So that, it breaks my heart and it's frustrating, but I also want to be safe. So I'm kind of torn between both worlds. And I did ask the gentleman who brought out the groceries if there was a way to do reusable bags. And he said, unfortunately, no, not at this time. There've been other things that we needed to buy. Like I had to get my toddler shoes because he outgrew the old ones. And normally there is a gigantic thrift sale. It's called Here We Grow Again. And that was canceled because of the coronavirus. So then I relied on Facebook Marketplace, and there were very few shoes in his size. He needed a size six. I kept finding seven, eights, and nines. And the people that I did reach out to weren't responding back. It was, and I get it, they're, um, not everybody's comfortable shopping on Facebook Marketplace because of the coronavirus and everything. It's just been extremely frustrating. Sent my husband out to a couple different stores. He finally found one store that had one pair of shoes in his size. So those are the ones that we got. And they're still $25. And I know that (laughs) this kid is going to trash them (laughs) within a month or two. I'm just sharing my frustration because I also know that you're probably really frustrated because of the coronavirus. It's okay to get frustrated at times with this coronavirus and the amount of waste going on. Just keep in mind that Every little bit adds up and it comes together. And once this pandemic blows over, which I know it's not going to go away anytime soon, but eventually we will be able to get back to a more sustainable routine that is still safe for everybody involved. In the meantime, because there are no farmer's markets, I have looked into misfit markets. I've talked about this before on the podcast. My sister does this and still brags about it all the time. She loves it. Misfit markets does Fruits and vegetables. And the box gets delivered to you either weekly or biweekly. And everything, the box, the ice packs, everything is completely recyclable or compostable, which I find really cool. Another program is called Imperfect Foods. And my coworker does this. It does fruits and vegetables as well as meat and dairy and snacks. It's a lot of surplus foods. And especially with a lot of the restaurants closing, a lot of the orders were canceled. And a lot of the food was still already packaged and ready to go. And that's how Imperfect Foods got it. You will get a more of a variety with the Imperfect Foods. However, I feel there's still a lot of plastic packaging involved. And the price isn't really different than going to the store. You're mostly just getting the convenience at that point. Oh, I, I didn't mention it, but both these programs, Misfit Market and Imperfect Foods, what it is, the fruits and vegetables... They are just misshapen. They're called ugly foods. I say that with air quotes because they're not really ugly. They just look different. The food tastes the same. The nutrition is the same. It's just not going to be the ideal look. Like the carrot won't look like a long triangle. It might have a curve to it or a curly Q or it might be two carrots that grew into each other. That's what I'm saying. My husband has been telling me about his growing concerns of a meat shortage coming up. To be honest, I have not been watching the news or paying attention because I'm just trying to get through the day on four hours of sleep, but he's been letting me know. And my husband is an extreme carnivore, so for him this is very concerning. I, however, I eat meat not that often. (laughs) I do a lot of meatless meals, but he likes his meat. All the animals are still there, it's just that the processing plants had to close down for a few weeks because of the pandemic. You can still get the animals from local farmers, you just won't be able to get the meat at the grocery store. If you are able to go to a farmer's market, you can talk to a farmer, a local farmer, directly, and you can place a bulk order if you want, or if, well, if the farmer's market's open, I guess you can just go every week. However, for those of us where the farmer's markets are closed, how do you find a local farmer? That's a really great question. I did a Google search because I was trying to find a website to let the listeners, you guys, know where to go to find a local farmer. I was thinking there would be a website somewhere that would have a directory of I live here, and you click on it, and it would have a link of all the local farms. But I was not able to find that. However, I did just search local beef farmer, and the first 10 that popped up were all right in my area. And it was each farm's own personal website. So you can call the number and place your order. You can do beef, pork chicken, you can do eggs, you can still get fruits and vegetables. A lot of the farmers are also offering fruit and vegetable baskets. They might not always be delivery, you might have to go get them, but these are also options on how to get your food and still be sustainable and and outsmart the meat shortage. Speaking of meat, let's get into this episode's topic of Father's Day gift ideas. I put this together in categories to make it easier for you to shop. The first category is meat, (laughs) like we just discussed. You can do this from a local farmer or a meal out at a local restaurant, especially a local restaurant, not a chain, because a lot of the small businesses are really, really hurting from this pandemic. So if you're able to support, great. If you're not comfortable eating at the restaurant or there's not room because they all have capacity limits, you can still get your meal to go. You can also do grilling accessories if your father figure likes to grill, There are multiple websites where you can find a hockey stick barbecue set. They take old hockey sticks from the team and repurpose them into grilling sets. I thought that was really neat. Category two is grooming. So I will strongly recommend the Leaf Stainless Steel Razor because you can just change out the blades so that way they don't have to use disposable razors anymore. Do not, I repeat, do not make the homemade shaving cream. If you have listened to... Previous episodes, you will know I did this, and it was terrible, absolutely terrible. Don't waste your time, money, or effort. But I did find, in regards to grooming, a wooden beard comb. My husband actually uses one of these and is very proud of it and puts it in his pocket and carries it around, mostly to show it off to people, but he still uses it to comb his beard. Another company is Dr. Squatch. Think of Sasquatch, Dr. Squatch. They make a lot of manly soaps, hair care, cologne, shave kits, And their commercials are absolutely hysterical, and everything is completely sustainable, eco-friendly, packaging, all of that stuff. I looked into them a few months ago, actually, and was very, very impressed. I tried to get a promo code back then for Christmas, and even now I was trying again, but they were unable to do that for me. So I'm not able to be an ambassador for them and get you a deal, but I'm sure if you go to their website, they will have a Father's Day deal So just go on there and hunt and you'll find a promo code. I just couldn't get you one through starting sustainability, that's all. Category three would be accessories. I've actually seen a lot of ads on Facebook for wooden watches and wooden sunglasses. Those are kind of cool. Did you know they also have wooden earbuds? So these are other items that you can consider. The next category is clothes. Of course you can always shop eco-friendly or vegan clothing. They're also clothes that are made from recycled plastics. I still strongly recommend Darn Tough socks. I have three pairs of these and I go for them every time. I actually had it on my Christmas list and will continue to have it on my list of more things that I want to buy. (laughs) Once I have spending money. Another category is activities. This would be a day of fishing or boating like canoeing, kayaking. You can go bowling once they reopen. Play cornhole in the backyard. You could also do axe throwing. I got a lot of my family members this for Christmas, and they absolutely loved it. You could do an escape room. Also, even tickets to a sporting event or a concert or an amusement park. Another thought is lessons. So you could do welding lessons if they want to do art. Guitar lessons or if they want to learn a new language. If there's something that they're passionate about, like photography You can do lessons. You can do online lessons or community class. Lots of options. You can still go with the classic items of a card and a coffee mug and a tie or a wallet, but I just wanted to give you an idea of something new and exciting to give for for your dad or for your husband from your kids. I was brainstorming what have I done in the past. So in 2018, For my husband, I gave him a son on Father's Day because our oldest was born on Father's Day. Our oldest came early, so I wasn't really planning on a Father's Day gift. So that is my gift to him. I gave him the gift of being a dad, (laughs) literally, on Father's Day. And that year for my dad, I took an old chandelier. I found it at Habitat for Humanity Restore. And I took that and I turned it into a plant holder. I took the light fixture areas on the chandelier off and I put on the terracotta pots and then dirt and plants. So the chandelier hangs in the yard on a tree and it has a bunch of flowering plants on it. It looks really cool. And I, and I painted it. It was a black metal chandelier and I painted it this very pretty bright blue color. My dad is really big into gardening. So for him, this was a cool gift. In 2019, my husband's second year as a dad, but the first year I had actually time to prepare, I purchased tickets to Six Flags, which is an amusement park near us. That way we could do that. Our son was only one year old, so there wasn't a whole lot of stuff that he could do, like going fishing and bowling and whatnot. So I thought, hey, let's just do something fun, my husband and I. (laughs) So we got tickets to go to the amusement park. And that year, for my dad, I went to the farmer's market And there was a couple, husband and wife, and they made and sold yard decorations that were from old dishes. So they would have a plate and a bowl and a cup or a saucer that were all very beautiful. It's like they went to thrift stores or antique stores and found these items and glued them together to where they looked like a gigantic flower or it was a big bird feeder feeder, or bird bath. All these different options. So I got a couple of them and gave those to my dad. He was very impressed. He still has them in his yard today. This year, 2020, what am I going to do? I have a homemade card for my dad from our kids. It says the best bucking dad ever. That's why right, I said bucking with a B and it's a deer. And then the antlers, I drew out a deer. And then the antlers are the kids' handprints. So they're going to get a really nice card. And... My husband really wants a tattoo for his kids. He wants, to get a, he wants a tattoo to honor the kids. So I'm going to give him money for a tattoo. That's exactly what he wanted. It's not all that creative or fun on my end anyways, but that's what he wanted. And then for my dad, we'll be on vacation for Father's Day, and my dad will be there. My dad is also 80. He's getting very limited on what he can do. My plan is to buy a nice activity gift for my dad. Probably a dolphin-watching tour or a trip to the museum. We'll have to see what's open when we're down there. Anyways, what are your plans for Father's Day? Have you put some thought into it? you got a little bit of time still. Whatever your plans are, feel free to share them on the Facebook group, Starting Sustainability. So go there, check it out, share your ideas. We've had a lot of cool posts lately. And we even had a post where everybody shared their gardens and the pictures of their garden. It's really cool to see all the gardens in full bloom. I was a little bit lazy this year. I didn't do a garden. I was just trying to sleep and get through the night (laughs) and through the day. So I think we're going to start up. Hopefully we can do a late summer garden. Get that going. Well, you can hear my kid in the background. He's squeaking quite a bit. That's his cry. It's a weird dolphin squeak. I don't know. Hopefully he grows out of that. It's not a normal baby cry. Anyway, all right, so I'm going to wrap this up because I hear him. Now I feel the pressure to speed this along. Share your Father's Day gifts ideas on the Facebook group. Also, if you want show notes, check out www.startingsustainability.com slash episode 36. That is all for now. Everybody stay sustainable. Have a great rest of your week. I don't know when I'll have another podcast up and running, but I'm going to take off now and go feed this kid. Because even though this has only been maybe 20, 25 minutes long, it's taken me about two and a half hours to record it because I had to keep stopping. (laughs) So everybody have a great one, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.